Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121. Or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Wednesday on r and in the morning. We're looking at the UTSA season as a whole. The bowl game is done. We're looking forward to next year. 21 seniors got to be replaced. And doesn't seem like there's enough money to do it. Are the Cowboys ready to play some defense? His name is Raheem Mostert. He might just run right by you. Did the Spurs finally take care of business and win a roadie in Milwaukee? We'll talk about it all. Now back to the blitz. Jason, I got myself a rib recipe. You better be ready on Friday. Yeah, okay, Rob. <laughs> I'm ready. Our big station rib cook-off competition this Friday. Nice. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. It is the Blitz. He's Joe Reinagle. I'm Jason Menix. Boy, yesterday, Cowboy fans were in a mood. And then the Seahawks did him a favor last night, and the sun came up this morning. <laughs> Let's talk about it with the great Shereen Williams from Pro Football Talk, joining us now on the Buyer's Barricades guest line. It's amazing what 24 hours can do for one's outlook on the rest of the regular season, isn't it? Well, it is. It, it changes by the day, so stay tuned. Well, I tell you, Shereen, I'm, I'm – Again, this gauntlet that the Cowboys have entered into. We saw what happened in Buffalo. Now they've got to go to Miami. I learned a couple of things. And, and you know, the Cowboys play great at home, but it looked like Buffalo just kind of beat them up a little bit. Like the, the Cowboys linebackers were the undersized, and that running game got going. And I'm afraid that Miami's going to try and pull off the same thing. Oh, well, there's no question. They. <laughs> They created the blueprint there on, on Sunday, and you're going to see the next two teams who, by the way, run the ball better than than what Buffalo does or has this year anyway until until Sunday when Buffalo did what they did in the Cowboys. Um, that's who they have the next two weeks is two really good running teams. So they're going to have to figure out how to stop the run, and uh, those teams are both of them are watching that tape of, of what they saw on Sunday and likely going to try some of the same things. And we'll see if the Cowboys has have fixed some of those problems that, that we saw. I think Jonathan Hankins being back would, would be a huge lift. Now, I don't think he's back this week with a high ankle sprain. I think he's going to be out, um, you know, for, for a, at least a couple more weeks uh, with that high ankle sprain. But, you know, I, I do think they missed him, and I do think when he gets back for the playoffs, their run defense will be better. I mean, I know Hankins is good. I didn't know he was that good. Or <laughs> was, I, I mean, and we know the Cowboys haven't been great at stopping the run this year, but they haven't been that bad. I know Jerry said this morning there on the fan in Dallas that their mistakes are correctable. I, I'm just curious, what does Dan Quinn do in the meantime? Because two of the last three games, his defense has not played well. Yeah, well, and that's what he's got to figure out is exactly – what to do and, and how to get them going. And, you know, I think Micah Parsons will be a big part of that, whatever they do with him to try to get the run stopped. But they're going to have to stop the run first. We don't even worry about the pass rush. They've got to be able to stop that run with, um, 
with those two running backs that the Dolphins have. And if they can't do that, then the Dolphins are going to do exactly what Buffalo did, and they're just going to sit back there and run the ball play after play after play until the Cowboys can stop it. And if they don't, it's going to be another 266-yard day, and the <laughs> Cowboys are going to leave with a, another loss. I mean, they just have to figure it out. Whatever that is, whether that means scheme or personnel or, or whatever you've got to do, You've got to load up and literally stop the run from the beginning, and if you don't do that, you're going to be in trouble. You know, Shereen, I've got to get your take on this. Jason and I have been talking since that game on Sunday about the Cowboys' mentality. It seems like when when things went wrong, they got the the call on uh, Demarcus Lawrence and and some of these other things that just kind of went wrong for them, the the blocked – not blocked punt, but the roughing the punter deal, they seem to hang their head a little bit. Did you notice that? Um, yeah, I don't know if I noticed that particularly, but every, if you look at their first few drives, it was, it was a penalty on each of those drives. And I'll go back, people applauded Zach Martin for the the penalty. Well, if he hadn't gotten the penalty, the Cowboys get 15 yards out of that. And that took away a scoring opportunity. So I am not for that at all. It's like, I hate in baseball when they hit the the batter because he did something that offended them. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I don't, you know, go up and say something to the guy and, and maybe get in his face. Well, don't get a 15-yard penalty. You had the 15 yards. Take the 15 yards and be happy with the 15 yards and move on. So, you know, there were so many of those penalties. If you just look back at, at, at the 15-yard penalties they had early in that game, you know, the Sam Williams one, obviously, and the DeMarcus Lawrence one that you said, the Zach Martin one. Uh, I think they had one more the that, curse. I, that I missed. They, yeah. they, they had that one. So, you know, every one of those drives were, were kept, you know, they benefited, Buffalo benefited um, from those penalties, and the one that Zach Martin had all, offset uh, 15 yards that the Cowboys would have had. So, you know, they hurt themselves so much, and when you're on the road, you just can't have penalties and turnovers. If you do, you're not going to win, and, and, and if, you, if you do that, the way they did it consistently in that game, early in that game, you're going to get blown out, and that's exactly what happened. You just can't make have penalties and you can't turn the ball over especially on the road those things are just too hard to overcome serene williams from pro football talk joining us here on the blitz serene getting bullied is one thing we've seen it mentally strong uh i i thought they were mentally weak against buffalo and then i listened to micah parsons on his podcast and i i know how the cowboys are with media they they love all the attention but micah as much as I love him on the field, the whining constantly on the podcast, how is that going over with his teammates in the locker room or with the coaches when you're able to visit with them about what he says on his podcast? Yeah, I don't know how it's going over with them, but I, I think with, with all of that, you know, we our internal pro football talk text ring, you know, Mike Florio said, what do you guys think? Of that? I said, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of Mike. This is like a weekly thing. I'm tired of hearing about it. Go out and play and, and stop worrying about what people say about you, what they do, the whining. and cra- He's coming across as a whiner. Mm-hmm. So I love him on the field, but I'm just sick of the, the off-the-field stuff. Just just get out there and play and prove it on the field uh, with your play. And they didn't do that on Sunday. And then to come back and, and whine and cry, I just didn't. it just didn't sit well with me. But how it's sitting with the players and the coaches, I, you know, I think they – probably tune that stuff out um, with him. So I don't think it bothers him all that much. Um, maybe if people start asking about him, 
about that, there will be, you know, maybe it bothers them more, but right now I don't think internally that, that it bothers them at all. But it does bother me. Just I'm tired of hearing about it because it's the same thing every single week. You know, Jerry has a tendency, though, to listen to people. Do you, do you think that Jerry would ever say anything to Micah Parsons about that podcast? No, because I think Jerry says what he wants to say, and I think he wants his players, for the most part, to be able to say what they want to say. And, and I like that, and I like that about Jerry. Just, you know, as long as you're not hurting the team, and I really don't think Micah's hurting the team. This is annoying to me, but I don't think he's hurting the team at all with with what he's doing. So, no, I don't think Jerry will have that conversation. with it. But you, you are correct. Jerry does listen to outside noise. He hears every – he's the one person – internally who hears every single thing and takes heed uh, with some of the things that are said and takes offense with some of the things that are said, frankly. But I like that about Jerry. He has thick skin, and he might tell you sometimes that he didn't agree with something you said, but, you know, you can you can still be friends with him, and I've always uh, appreciated that about Jerry Jones. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Serene Williams from Pro Football Talk here on The Blitz. He had told us last week you did not expect the Cowboys to go get a win in Buffalo. Although I don't think you expected them to lose in which uh, the, the the manner in which they did, when you couple their loss with Philadelphia's loss, and you look at the upcoming schedules for those two, who do you think actually ends up winning the NFC East? Well, I still think the Eagles win it, despite how they played last night. Now they could still lose; they're just not playing very well. But just when you compare the two schedules and the fact that. They, all if you look at all the numbers, they've got a ninety. If things play out and both teams win out, they've got a ninety percent chance to win the division. Of, of you know, it still could change, but it will take. For instance, the Chargers have to have to beat the Chiefs and somebody. I mean, it, it's just it's not probably going to happen for the Cowboys if both teams win out. It could, but it's probably not going to. So I still like the Eagles' chances to win the division simply because they play the easier schedule. But I'm not going to be surprised if we come back in a week and we're talking about the Cowboys have the lead in the division because the, the Cowboys won and the Eagles lost. It, it very well can happen. The Eagles just are not playing very good football. And they, if they're going to do anything in the postseason, they're going to have to figure it out very, very quickly because this could be a one-and-done team um, with whoever they play in the postseason. Because, you know, they're they're going to get a, a probably a, a pretty good – opponent a team that's gotten hot in other words probably um that could take i mean if you look at a team like the vikings i think the vikings could go into philadelphia and, and win who says they couldn't they could play the seahawks who said i mean they just they just beat them i realize it was in seattle but the seahawks would have all that confidence of hey we've beaten the eagles we've been there so this could be a one and done team if they don't figure things out whether they're at home or on the road in the first round you know, Shereen, you say that. The, the Rams are another team that I think is, is starting yeah. to play better, too, that they could face. Um, when you look at the Eagles, though, and I'm watching that game last night, and I know Jalen Hurts was, was a little under the weather, but he didn't play well. It just seems the attitude yeah. of that football team is off. It, it, not so much yeah. the X's and O's. It's more about their attitude, it seems to me. Yeah, you asked a question earlier about the the. The Cowboy, I, I saw that a lot with the Eagles. I mean, heads hung low, and they just didn't look like they were having a lot of fun out there, even when they made big plays, and just some dumb decisions to throw into the end zone that was intercepted with eight minutes to go in that game, and then and then obviously the deep throw 
um, when you don't need that. You need you need to get closer to ensure that you, you're going to get the field goal. And I know he didn't expect that either of those passes to be picked off, but just two really bad decisions by Jalen Hurts. So they're not doing the things that winning football teams do, and they don't look like they're having a lot of fun. And if you if you don't have fun, it, it's honestly it's hard to play well. I mean, that's why these guys play the game. Yes, they they love the money, they want the money. There's no question about that. But most of them play for a love of the game. I mean, they know they know they're getting paid a lot of money to have fun, and and so they go out there and have fun. But that didn't look like to me a team that had much fun last night. So are the Cowboys going to have fun on Sunday in Miami? <laughs> it's going to be a close game, I think. I don't have a good feeling. Of that. You know, I had a good feeling in the last two games. I called both of those. I didn't call the blowout law. I did think they would blow out the Eagles, and they did. And I thought they would lose to the Bills. I didn't think they would lose to the Bills the way they did. I just don't have a real good feeling about this week's game. I do think it's going to be a higher-scoring game. Um, for both teams, maybe 27, 24, 30, 27, somewhere in there. Maybe the team that has the ball last wins it, but I truly don't have a good feeling about who's going to win this game. Now, we know the Cowboys 3-4 and four on the road. They aren't very good on grass. Buffalo was on turf, but they aren't very good on grass. All three, three of their four losses were on grass, and it slows them down, which obviously is going to help that Dolphins uh, offense. It's all going to come down to whether they can stop the run or not, frankly, because if they can stop the run, they're going to keep that Cowboys offense on the sideline, which is what you have to do. Yeah. All right. Yeah, stop the run. Uh, yes. 0-3 on grass this year. 3-4 and four away. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be tough. Shereen, uh, have a great Christmas. We'll talk with you next yes. week. Thank you, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Appreciate Christmas. it. Merry Christmas. Shereen Williams on the Buyers Barricades guest line where they provide traffic control, rental, and sales for San Antonio and beyond online at buyersbarricades.com.